Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Joe Biden celebrated the tragic shooting in Nashville with an ice cream social at the White House. And that's not a joke. I, I like, Usually I start these podcasts off with a witty joke or some kind of funny line. But that's just that's just a statement of fact. What's up? This is Marque Saves the Republican. Man, I knew that Joe Biden was a bad president, but the dude's an awful person to boot. This is a guy who hears that there's a tragic shooting in Nashville. Three children, nine years old, all killed. Three administrators. I think there was a uh, custodian uh, also killed. Uh, upscale neighborhood in Nashville, a red state. And Joe Biden has a scheduled meeting with the Business Women's or Small Business Women's Association of America or something like that. And uh, and they're all meeting there in the White House. And he's he's getting briefed, of course, on what's happening. He's told you have to make a statement. And he walks down there and he walks into the room and he sees all these women. And we know how Joe Biden feels about women. It, you know, it sparks something in him. And he gets up there, he grabs the microphone. And instead of saying, you know, I we're here for a very special um, celebration of women. But before we do, I just have to take a moment to send my thoughts and prayers out. And we need to discuss what happened in Nashville. And I want the nation to know that we're all healing together and we're with the families and the victims and we're going to work together on legislation. And then he could push his anti-gun agenda, whatever, and then say, okay, uh, you know, as I said before, uh, I'm sorry that this, this, this moment is, is a little more somber than we wanted, but let's now get on with our ceremony for small businesswoman. He could have done that. Could have done that, would have been easy, would have been probably the right thing to do. Joe Biden didn't do that. Joe Biden came out and instead of being a little somber, being a little, you know, um, understated, instead of saying, hey, look, here's something I need to discuss quickly, especially since he knew he was being televised and since he knew the news was going to cut into him live, that would have been the way to go. Joe Biden picked up the microphone and did a tight 10 on one of his favorite things in the entire world. No, not Chinese money. The other favorite thing, ice cream. Listen to this. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. I think I'm kidding. How much? That's like, you know what? Him saying, I got a whole refrigerator full ice cream in the upstairs. That's the equivalent of the skeevy van with uh, the guy saying, hey, kid, I got candy in the van, isn't it? It's like he sees this room full of women. He's like, hey, ladies, I got a, I got a refrigerator full of ice cream upstairs. You want to come upstairs? You let me sniff your hair. I'll give you a scoop of Jenny's. And the whole thing is just it's bizarre and it's displaced and it's totally inappropriate. And it's very Joe Biden. It's the most Biden-esque thing I've ever heard in the, in the world. And you know, when he starts it, it's, I get where he's going or I get what he was planning to do before this tragedy. Um, but you know, you got to sometimes, you got to sometimes take the script and throw it out the door. You got to sometimes, but he, he came in and he was ready to deliver his ice cream speech because he, he likes to introduce Dr. Jill Biden as his wife, especially since it's a business woman's affair. He likes to mention Jenny's ice cream because again, it's a business woman's affair and Jenny makes delicious ice cream. And I think she gives it to him for free. I'm going to stop buying. I don't think we, we don't really buy Jenny's ice cream because it's like $92 a pint. 
But I'm going to make sure our, our household knows that if Joe Biden is pimping Jenny's from the White House, then um, then we're not we're not buying it anymore. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's kind of a sad state of affairs that Joe Biden would do this. Now, it's it was so bad also that Fox News and we were watching, we monitor all the news stations. We had Fox News on in the, in the state studio and we saw them. They, we, we saw that they were about to cut away to the president. I said, oh, let's listen in on this. But what happened was the Fox News hosts, I think it may have been Harris Faulkner. I'm not sure. They were so shocked. They were so distraught. They couldn't believe the reaction. They couldn't believe what Joe Biden was saying, that they actually reacted live on the air and had to pull away. And they admonished the president at the same time. Listen to, listen to what happened live on Fox News. And again, keep in mind, they, they know there's a shooting in Nashville. They know that as this is happening live, there are first responders and police officers and morticians and, and coroners. And they're counting the bodies and identifying, you know, the victims. And they're trying to, to figure out the, the, you know, the blood spatters and where the victim, the shooter was shooting and all that. It's a gruesome scene. Parents are screaming and yelling. They're trying to get to this church. They're, they're frantic to find out if their child was a victim. They're frantic to try and find their kid and make sure that they get home safely and try to discuss this horrible thing that's happened in this upscale Nashville suburb at this Christian Presbyterian school. They're doing all that. And while that's happening, Joe Biden comes out to speak. So of course, Fox News believes that he's going to mention it and they cut away. But instead, they hear Joe Biden uh, dishing on ice cream. So here's what happens next on Fox News. Listen. John, we'll jump back in here. Um, yeah. Uh, considering um, the moment. Like you. Um, we were, we were a told that the shooting yeah. that just happened uh, left three children dead, uh, three adults dead, shooters dead. And we were told he would be addressing this F off the top. Yeah, it's uh, rather surprising. I thought that a somber President Biden would have come to the podium here and addressed the school shooting. No, that's not at all. It was you got Joe Biden yuck master. You got you got Joe Jerry Seinfeld Biden out there. Hey, ladies, I got some ice cream upstairs. You want it? No joke, man. I'm Jill Biden's husband. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> this is. I'm shocked he didn't pull out like a rubber chicken or something like that. Um. But anyway, so look. I mean, it's it's a sad state of affairs that that's where we are. It's a sad state of affairs that the man in charge it would rather would rather hold an ice cream social than speak about something that's very that's very damaging to the rest of our country. Also, I should point out with our top secret when I designed these top secret Joe Biden um notepads. And I've, and I've mentioned this before. One of the things I told the designers, because we, you know, we have a crack design team. And I said, look, it needs to look like a top secret document. It needs to look like it's classified. It needs to say President Biden's garage on it. I want to have the watermark, which we have with President Biden in his Corvette. I want to have President Biden driving around. And then I want to have in the very corner, I said, and I remember saying, this, I'd say, put an ice cream stain. And one of the designers said, really? And I said, yes. He goes, why an ice cream stain? I said, because Joe Biden like this guy is obsessed with ice cream. It's the only thing he ever thinks about that and Chinese money. And I said, put a little ice cream stain in the corner that will prove its authenticity. That will that that way we can say these are authentic Joe Biden top secret documents. Ta Joe Biden has handled every one of these top secret documents, as you can tell, because in the corner there is an ice cream stain and they did it. And I didn't know how prescient it was like. I mean, I know that I've got my finger on the pulse of uh, the political spectrum in the country, but Man, I'll tell you what, that was that was one of the most appropriate things I've ever done. And this debacle at the White House yesterday proves it. Incidentally, if you would like some top secret document, Joe, uh, Joe Biden top secret document notepads, 
it's easy to get. Go to topsecretnotepad.com, topsecretnotepad.com. You can get as many as you want. They're great gifts. And I'll tell you what, if you get buy some of these today and give them out as gifts for when this clown finally leaves office, whether it's through impeachment or the 25th Amendment or whatever, but you'll see there's 50 pad, uh, fifty pages per pad. They're great. Uh, they're such a conversation starter. Ice cream stain, watermark, Corvette, classified document redactions, topsecretnotepad.com. Get yourself a bunch. Like I said, they make for great uh, celebratory gifts whenever Joe Biden does something stupid, which is, all, which is all the time. Now, there's something else we should address with this shooter yesterday, and that is the that is the um, the the threat to the country of trans supremacy. It's a, there's a threat. There's a new threat, ladies and gentlemen, trans supremacy. Because and again, I haven't fact checked any of this, but I've seen I've seen the memes and I've seen people going around and all the uh, oh, hold on, hold on, pardon me, all the um, all the the uh, the past shooters who have identified as trans who have been or who have questioned their their sexuality, that kind of thing. Um, but basically what happened was uh, you've got now this you've got now this notion in the United States of America that the mental illness that causes people to decide without any without any you know proof or reason or judgment people just to decide hey I'm not this gender I'm this gender or I know that I was born a boy but I'm going to change myself into a girl the cottage industry and it is an industry that has been created to entice these people to to follow those those feelings instead of learn how to live with them and learn how to accept who you are which again i was always taught you know we were always taught accept who you are you know you can't change who you are but you can change your reaction to it you can be you know you can work to be a better person but you can't work to be a different person you know i've even accepted my male pattern baldness there are there are there are tonics and lotions and pills and procedures and implants and you know you can take hair off of your leg and stick it in your head and yeah, I think you could there's one where you take like the pit hair and you stick it on your forehead and it began, you become a a full-headed hair of person again but I'm I've accepted it this is who I am this is who God wanted me to be I am made in God's image which is weird I didn't know God was bald all the all the all the images you see of God everywhere he's got long hair and a big beard um, but apparently I was made in God's image. So I guess l- later on in life, um, you know, just like the rest of us, God, you know, suffered from a receding hairline. Uh, but you know, that's the thing you, you, you are who you are and you're taught to live with it and you should be, you should be celebrated, um, by your peers, by your parents. People should look at you and say, you are you, you are perfect. Doesn't happen anymore. We have this whole culture, this whole cult. We have this whole, and again, it's an industry because there's a lot of people in the medical field. There's a lot of people in the psychological field. There's a lot of people in the publishing field and the, and you know, these other crackpots, politicians that, that benefit both politically and financially from pushing this transgender agenda, this transgender. And what's happening now is we're starting to see more and more people who clearly need mental help, not getting it. They're, they're getting egged on. You think you're a girl in a boy's body? You you are. And we support you in anything you need from us. You can wear whatever you want and live however you want and you can say whatever you want and you can call yourself any name you want or use the pronouns and it's all good. It's all healthy and natural and normal. And you know what? And if you want to swim, if you're a if you if you think you're a girl even though you're 6 feet tall, 
200 pounds uh, and have a, you know, I mean, the stability and stamina of, of an 18 year old male. If you want to swim against girls, that's fine because we support you. And what's happening now is we're creating this whole subculture of people whose mental illness is not, um, it's not, uh, you know, I guess you would say, uh, treated, you know, nobody is, nobody is saying, Hey, look, we need to address this mental illness in this person. They're saying, Hey, you're mentally ill and that's cool. And you never know where that leads in Nashville, Tennessee yesterday. It led to the death of three innocent children and three administrators at a school. Uh, this transgender shooter who apparently was a big part of her, him, they, it's life created a terrorist, um, atmosphere and, and terrorized children and killed children and became a murderer. And anyone who embraces this, this mental illness could have, uh, could have a part in that. And what we really need to realize, what people need to realize is that if you, if you talk or act or think this way, it's a cry for help and nobody's helping. People aren't helping these folks say, look, you're a guy, you're a girl. You may have weird feelings about it. You may not know how to accept it, but let's work together and figure it out. They go, no, you do whatever you want. Everything is fine. There's all kind. You want to be a gender 92? Fine. Be gender 92. And now we're seeing what is a rash of, uh, it, you know, trans supremacy. It's, it's people that, that want to make, just like, just like uh, MAGA supporters and Donald Trump supporters are accused of white supremacy and, and domestic terrorism. We're seeing the opposite here um, in the transgender community. And it all stems from this ridiculous lunacy that all of this is normal and okay. And people are going to be mad about that. But I mean, look, there, there comes a point where you have to realize that the game's over. You know, it, it was fun while it lasted. It was great. We put on all these great drag shows and whatnot. But eventually the chickens come home to roost. And you can, you have to get back to a sense of, you have to get back to the baseline. The baseline is men and women are men and women. And that's it. From there, we can, we can explore other feelings and thoughts and actions, but as a country and as, as a culture and as a president and as a government, there's no way in, in hell that it can be healthy and supportive for us to continue down this path. It's just going to lead to more and more incidents of confusion, of mental illness, of violence, and unfortunately, death and weakness. Um, so anyway, if, if I, I know you know that, and I know a lot of other people understand that, the problem is that the government and the media, they're going to do what they've always done, and they're, they're going to take the real issue and they're going to suppress it. The issue here is you've got a young man or woman, whatever they happen to be, uh, that is confused and concerned with their you know, that doesn't know what's going on. And you've got an entire country that is, that is egging her on to the point where she shoots up a school, kills a bunch of people, and then gets shot by the police. Um, that's not, that's not what this country is all about. What we need to do is we need to figure out a way to reverse course. And a lot of what we're starting to see, the anti-grooming laws, the, uh, you know, the, uh, parental rights and education act here in Florida, the, um, the stopping the gender, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, puberty blockers and the gender surgeries for minors, which is, just happened in Tennessee. I mean, you know, none too soon. But think about what would have happened if, if we'd been able to nip these things in the bud sooner. Um, but it's definitely, it's, it's a real threat. And instead of embracing this, this bizarre counterculture, which is dangerous, we should be, we should be, you know, really pushing instead of saying, Hey, you know what? 
we will pay for your puberty blockers or we will pay for your transgender surgery or we'll, we'll support you in your plight to become whatever it is you want to become. We should be like, hey, we will pay for your psychiatric care. We will pay for your mental health drugs. We will pay for whatever it is to get you to realize that you are totally, um, that you are totally removed from all reality and a danger to society. Anyway, that's just my two cents on that. We'll have more on this, of course, during the Marque Show. Uh, don't forget your top secret notepads, top secret document notepads at topsecretnotepad.com, topsecretnotepad.com. Um, and then this is exciting. The next couple of days, we're going to be in Kentucky. We're going on the Bourbon Trail. I think we've talked about this a couple of times. And what you're going to see is uh, we're t- tomorrow, we're going to be broadcasting live from the plane. I know. I'll have a podcast for you. I should. I should have a podcast for you. I'm going to record one definitely before I get on board. And then uh, Thursday and Friday, I'll be doing these podcasts live from Kentucky. And you know what they say about Kentucky? You drink a lot of bourbon when you're there. I mean, that's the whole point. That we're going to drink a lot of bourbon. Um, but we're also going to do the show and the podcast and everything else. So it should be a lot of fun. Definitely subscribe. If you subscribe right now to this podcast, then you won't have to worry about coming and finding me uh, wherever I am. The podcast will come to you. It will be delivered via Spotify. It will be delivered via iTunes. It will be delivered via whatever it is, whatever podcast, you know, scenario or sitch you use, um, it'll be delivered automatically. But all you have to do is hit like follow. Sometimes it says follow. Sometimes it says subscribe. Sometimes it says like. Sometimes it says add to favorites. I don't know what it says, but whatever it says, do that now um, because that way you're going to continue to get these messages and you're going to continue to hear from me and we can keep in touch and we can talk about all the crazy stuff going on in this country and how we can work together to fix it because you, me, together, we've all got to fix it. We've all got to save the republic.